Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting prompts and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now Bet Online is where the game starts. What's going on, Bills Mafia? Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. Uh, hey, another win, another week, another win. Uh, it's always feels good to, to have a victory week. Uh, Bills had a big game, and said we're here to talk about it. And I'm joined, of course, as always, with the two legends. We got uh, Mookie Hawkins coming in himself, uh, as well as Ruben Brown, the legendary guard. For Buffalo Bills. Uh, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to talk about it a little bit. But first of all, we're going to get started with kickoff. And Bills went four straight. Mookie, what, what is, uh, what's the Bills plan, you know, here going forward with, you know, they looking dominant. And I mean, they almost look too dominant to the point where they looked almost bored, but uh, <laughs> they, they looking good and they, they run off four straight. Yeah, I mean, you know, this what this marks the long time um, since I think what ninety three that the Bills are six and one. Is that status correct or something like that? Like they've been uh, six that's and a one. Long it's been time. that long since they've been six and one, man. You sure? Hmm. Wow, I don't know, but um, I guess it's as expected. Uh, I mean, hmm. only thing that's look, not looking good <laughs> on the Bills' record is the loss to Miami, obviously, right? So. Bills are going a good job of stacking the dubs, uh, taking it one week at a time. Um, you know, right now they, they're going to start experiencing, you know, really getting the team's best. You know, even if the team is not that good, they're going to get that team's best for that specific day. So, you know, the Bills definitely got to tighten some things up. And, um, you know, because right now they're going to get every team's best right now. So um, winning four straight is definitely, um, you know, a good start. Uh, you know, to start the, uh, you know, the first, what, you know, six, seven games of the season, the Bills are off to a good start so far. How would you rate uh, the team's play uh, Sunday night? Sunday night? Yeah. Uh, i say a C. Ooh, I don't know if it was hard. the bye week. Well, coach is hard. He got to be hard. C? Huh? C? Coach got to be hard, though, uh, Just Yeah, it's a C. Coach yeah, is hard. C and to beat Aaron Rodgers I, by double digits. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean what, what does that say about how good this team is? Like, The team is really good, but I don't know what it was Sunday. I don't know if they just, like, got up to 17 and then put it on cruise control. Like, they took the foot off the gas or something. I don't know what was going on or um, – Green Bay made the adjustments to start running the ball. I think the Bills were kind of shocked that um, Green Bay was running the ball down 17. Normally, 
It's the other way around. You got to pass it to get back into the ball game. But Green Bay was running the ball to the point where Von Miller had to go over to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like, damn, bro, when y'all gonna throw the ball? <laughs> and I mean. So, yeah, it's got to a point where I don't know if the Bills got lax a days ago. They didn't want to tackle because they felt that the game was over. And, you know, yeah. Green Bay almost got back into it. So, you know, for them to to just like this on just simple fundamentals of blocking and tackling in some phases of that game uh, Sunday, yeah, I got to get those guys a C on that. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, doing goofy shit with the football, started just throwing it away, you know, Instead of just throwing it away, you want to throw it low and away. We know you was trying to make a play low and away, but you weren't on the same um you weren't on the same pace with your receiver, but Jair Alexander ended up being on the same pace with you and you know picking it off. So, you know, those are certain situations that Josh Allen know that he shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, you, you take points off the board and you know, that game right there, that could have been vital because it happened a few times where the Bills uh, left a lot of points on the scoreboard to the point where uh, it should have been at least a three-possession ball game. But, you know, due to those mishaps and stuff like that, or I don't know if they were just taking things for granted, just didn't go well, uh, you know, offensively. And they can't afford to do that uh, going into this week in New York or any other team for that matter. You know, they can't afford to play like that again. Yeah, New York will take the ball away. They, their defense is pretty good. Um, yeah. I it, it it looked like a game where they kind of maybe weren't in it the second half to me. You know, Josh was just trying to – I don't know. Like, they to me, it was like they came out and was like, we're going to assert our dominance. We just – y'all say we can't run, bet. We're going to show you that we can. And I, that's all they wanted to prove to me it was like, yeah, we're just going to come out here. We're not even going to use Josh Allen, and we're just going to run the ball and beat this team, right? Like, I don't know. That's just how it looked to me. Like, because I, I had my first opportunity to sit front row, so it was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, wow, they're just running in after running in after running it. So, I don't know. But what what you think of the game, Ruben? Like, what what did you, what was your takeaway from it? You see the smile on my face? That's, that's what I'm talking about, Buffalo. You know, I actually would grade them higher, Mookie. And I get what you're saying. I totally understand and I agree. You know, to a de- to a to the style that they had been playing up to now, what we've expected from them up to now, they look like they took the foot off the gas. But in reality, they just changed gears on us really fast, real quick, and we didn't realize it until the second half because they attacked this team differently than they've attacked any team this entire season. Every game this season, this team has come out of the huddle, very first of the play, play of the game, and went downfield, attacking deep and often and finding all the little spots that within the opponent's defense that really gave them ended up being explosive plays once they found those one-on-one matchups. Well, in, here in this game, this is where I think they're smart. They did not look like the normal self in the second half, but I think they are smart to start establishing a run identity to go along with their passing brilliance. I mean, really. And now with adding that aspect, 
And just a week, I was excited because a week before, when I saw the run that Gilliam was getting, I'm like, oh, man, we're about to go into an I formation and two tight ends or something and run some old school. But they didn't do that. Gilliam didn't get the ball like that or they didn't use him in that in, in that way. They actually did the run out of different looks and formations, but aggressive attacking runs. You know, these weren't just, oh, I'm a, here's a here's a bone to the running back. It didn't, they didn't do that. They legitimately came out and did, gave it to the running back and gave him a shot to be an effective part of the game. Now, if I'm an opposing team's coach, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because all games leading up to now, our philosophy would have been let's get pressure up there on Josh and do everything we can with Josh. Now it's like, oh, wait a minute. They got a running game. Uh-oh, people. So I'm happy. I'm 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 sad that you know they didn't look like the Bills had their foot on the gas the entire time, but I think it was a smart philosophy for them to implement something that's gonna be useful down the road. That's gonna be a right now is the time of the year. When if you are and pay attention across the board, every team that will be successful further in this league at this point in time of year will be the teams that can run the ball. All right. And it's always been true. It will never change. And um, the Bills just took a huge step in adding more to their repertoire where, you know, hey, if Josh has a hangnail one day, just ain't things ain't happening. We can we can get something going in the run game. So uh, I give them a little bit more than a C. <laughs> I, I, but look, look, I ain't mad at you for being hard on them. You the coach. You should be hard on their ass. You know what I mean? They should score a touchdown every time they touch the ball. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So I I I I get what you're saying. And before we kind of move more into the run game, I do have to ask you, Ruben. Uh, do, does it worry you a little bit how rusty Josh was when the run game was emphasized? Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm thankful we were able to play. I wish we could. All right, Green Bay is a team you can do that with because they got a lot of problems and very vulnerable for us to win. We we came into that game feeling we should win this game. So when you have that type of game and you get a couple of points on the board, now you try to work in some other stuff that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to use any other time. So it's okay that Josh is a little rusty with a different little twist to their uh, uh, offense because it's good to get it. It's on film. It was rusty, but they won the game and when they play a better opponent, I'm sure he'll look even even better and more decisive with the with the uh, running package that they implement. All right, fair enough. All right, Mookie, we got a question uh, from the comments. My boy Julian from Mafia Talks. He asks, you know, are you concerned in our run defense that Aaron Jones was hitting the holes and getting great yardage? Uh, was it the game plan or is it something we need to fix? Um, well, I asked, I asked Leslie Frazier that yesterday. I mean, with the Bills coming in, 
the number one rush defense in the NFL at 76 yards a game. And for Green Bay to come in here and run for over 200 yards like they like they were basically last in the league when it come down to stopping the run, uh, did it alert you to add another defensive wrinkle? And the reason why I asked, did it alert him to add another defensive wrinkle is, is that he's going to see those plays again. Uh, it is a copycat league. Uh, and since the Buffalo Bills were talking about Green Bay was able to find some success running and trapping off the edges. And, you know, they'll say what they want to say. Leslie Frazier, you're going to have to start blitzing, guys. If you're not blitzing, then teams are going to be running their edges on you. It was quite evident versus that Green Bay, you know, in Sunday's game. If you want to just sit back there and just rely on your front four to try to get pressure, you're not going to be able to do that in the run game. We're just going to trap off the edges, send our guards upstairs to those linebackers, and, man, you see how those holes is wide open off the edge there. So the Bills definitely have to fix that. I'm quite sure Leslie Frazier, um, you know, he basically has so many words that, you know, they, they saw the tape yesterday and, you know, they're, they're on making <laughs> arrangements as we speak on how to stop that because, I mean, Leslie Frazier said it himself. It's a copycat league and he's going to see that again. So has to be prepared for it. He definitely does. Mook, I'm wondering – for the Buffalo Bills on that end of things, um, we know they can get out after, after the passive with just four guys, you know, and that's been on display since the beginning of the season, very first first games. I think this. Do you think this issue that showed its face with the run game this against Green Bay is something that's always been there, but the explosiveness of our offense? has been able to mask that because other teams can't run when we when Josh is just dropping bombs. You gotta, to be fair, the Packers shouldn't have been running it, but they were. So Yes, but to the Packers issue, and I'm moving, am I right or wrong on this? The Packers can't do nothing but run. I mean, because right. I don't think they can pass. Can they pass? I mean, when they no. pass, they're not that good at it, right? So really the only thing that they can do is is run. And I think when there's a team, what they listen, let me go back. Green Bay has been fortunate over the past few years. If they get in a battle with a team, they could get out of it with the armor and Rodgers, the answer receivers, and they didn't have to rely on no running game for nothing. I mean, they had run a game in the past, right? There's been some run in Green Bay in the past, mm -hmm. but they didn't rely on the run game per se. No, they never have. It's been Aaron. But this year, this year, Aaron ain't doing it, and they don't have the receivers to help. So and some teams wouldn't even be able to run. But for some reason, Green Bay has the ability to run. And I think they can run against most any team. I mean, they'll, they've been effective – with some run plays. They just ain't they, – their team is not together. Their team is a mess. You know what I mean? So, for our defense, this might show a light on something that we got to keep our eye on and keep close attention to because I'll give you guys some – like, as a player – 
if I go out and I'm playing John Randall, right? John Randall was known for pass rushing and attacking the passer. I'd be like, can we get a lot of run plays? Because I got John Randall all day. I got Warren Sapp all day if you want to run the ball. Now, if you get start passing, I'm like, yo, them two dudes was MVP of the defense league. I mean, you if you're gonna pass us, whoever behind me better be getting rid of it. You know. <laughs> so, you know, we they haven't been really tested against the run defensively, you know, to for us to sit here as Bills fans and say, oh, we could just we're number one in run defense. Eh. But to, to be fair, okay. to be fair, they were stopping teams' initial run attack, which yeah, allowed right. the Bills to go up right. and, and be up big early, which then they had to fall back on their passing, which right. didn't work either. I mean, you know, the Bills did make necessary stops when they had to make them. I mean, the, obviously the four for one with Taron Johnson and DeMar uh, Johnson, you know, shut it down for the TFL. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were still able to make plays out there Making shutting them. down the run. But it was like, well, damn, like third and 16, they run the ball and convert. Like, you're like, what's really going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. The Bills are you know, kind of playing that. real, you know, lackluster at some phases of that game. And I think they were just going through the motions because, you know, I guess they was up and just felt like, okay, we can just – you know, put it on cruise control now and somebody's going to make a play and Josh Allen's going to throw another bomb and next, you know, it's 24 zip and, you know, it wasn't the case this week, you know, but, and I think, I think Green Bay did have a game plan. I went into the Green Bay presser afterwards to talk with Coach LaFleur and, and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is saying, man, we had a lot of things that was um, built for Christian Watson this week. And when he got hurt, that kind of dampered some of the game plan a little bit because it was a lot of sets that a lot of new sets that they had prepared for the Bills for that he was in. I mean, when you look at when they got that that screenplay for him when he got hurt, wide open, you know, wide open screen that you know could have got the first down, you know, but you know he got hurt and they wasn't able to uh, take advantage of the game plan that they really had set for, but they still was able to. You know, find some success against this Bills defense, and you know, it, it leads you to believe like, hey, if they don't fix that, that was just too wide open of an eyesore. I mean, it was big gaps too, and uh, their alignment was off. I don't know, I don't know what was going on with that defensive line, but those holes was too big. The alignment was off. I mean, you got you got Von Miller playing like a wide nine, and then the next closest guy inside. Is, is shading is playing a two tech really over the guard, so the tackle is 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 free to go upstairs to do whatever. And don't put a tight end next to him. Then now you got two free guys because now I'm coming with Ruben Brown to, to come clean and take out the garbage over there on the right side on your end, while the tackle and the tight end is going upstairs, holes wide open. You know, so they got to fix that, and um, we'll see. You know, they they, they go up against New York. Uh, Brees Hall is hurt, but they do got James Robinson, uh, Michael Carter, and those guys. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I'm, 
I'm, that's, I just got to give them a lackluster performance. See, I'm, I don't feel like Josh. I just got that nasty taste in my mouth. And, you know, I just want to just, ugh. I just yeah. can't wait the next week just to, you know, get it out of there, you know? Yeah. It wasn't the most technically sound game. Um, but, hey, they did get the win. Right. And, uh, you know, speaking of running, it's funny. We, we said we was going to touch on the Packers game and we spent 20 minutes on it. <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of running the ball, uh, the Bills obviously were running the ball a, a ton. Um, and Ruben kind of went into it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary had an amazing game. He was absolutely balling. Uh, obviously, Josh Allen was being the magician he was. You want to talk about people want to talk about how bad of a game Josh played, but with his legs, he was ridiculous. You know, uh, he, he had a, a few really good runs, and the Bills ran the ball also, obviously. Uh, which kind of goes into our next topic as well. But they trade for Naeem Himes from the uh, Indianapolis Colts today. Uh, they trade Zach Moss and, and a six-round, a conditional six-round pick for Naeem Himes from, from the Indianapolis Colts. Mookie, uh, what went into that and how you feel about it? That's another hair scratcher for me. I mean, Devin Singletary and Naeem Himes – I can't say that they're like the same. They got the same body frame. Um, Nine Himes is a little bit more explosive than than Singletary, but when it comes down to being in the goal line, what Nine Himes going to give you? He's not going to run in between the tackles. It's not going to miss. You know, make a guy miss in a hole there. Um, you know, he doesn't have that physical stature that you would think that you know what the bills need i me kareem hunt spit the bill a little bit more um i think you know what the bills are trying to do or what they're looking for in the back now, you need a bigger back for you know pass protection you need a bigger back for short yard situations you need a bigger back for inside the red zone getting naeem hines i mean uh you think I would rather but it's a lot of things that go in with that pick. I mean, it's a it's a it's a good pick. Don't get me wrong. It's a good trade. Um, you, you trade away Zach Moss um, and then you get a conditional six round pick. So to get nine Hines for a six rounder and to give up Zach Moss, who um, really hasn't, you know, uh, hit a stride with this offense. Um, I think that's a that's a win in my book. But I mean, they're kind of like the same player. You got John, you got Cook, you got you got you got Singletary, you got Hines now. Uh, the difference is, I think, where Hines is is in the in the punt return game. Um, so now you know you got a more explosive guy that can return punts. Uh, he can return kicks. Uh, definitely is a third down uh, extraordinaire. So Singletary won't be out there now. Um, you, you you got your true third down back. But what did this does to James Cook? James Cook was the designated third, third, third down back now. So what does that do to you know the running back room? Um, I'm, I can't wait to see how Ken Dorsey is going to make that work. You know how he's going to rotate those guys in, make plays and stuff like that. So um, we can't talk to him until next week about it. But I would rather have Kareem Hunt or Albert Kamara in that regard. I mean, I don't know if it boiled down to money. Uh, or a draft pick. It's my understanding that uh, Cleveland wanted a fourth-round pick for Kareem Hunt services. I don't know if that was too rich for the Bills' blood at that time. Um, you know, Kamara, you know, there was rumors for, for Kamara, the fourth-round pick. And, you know, uh, 
his 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 cap hit was was fairly reasonable, but next year he holds a sixteen million dollar cap hit. So I don't know if that kind of scared the Bills with that. Uh, so you get a guy like Nine Hines. Uh, he do have a potential out in this year after this season if the Bills want to entertain him, restructure his deal uh, at, at a lower at a lower rate. But you know, all on. This is letting me know that this this offense is truly going through Josh Allen's arm this year. Um, maybe they have focus on, you know, putting a little bit more balance in the run game come next year. But for this Super Bowl run, this MVP run, it's all about Josh Allen this year. Do you think we could see some Raheem Blackshear or maybe more Reggie Gilliam in the uh, power run game since, like you said, they could kind of give up on Zach Moss? Well, Blackshear is in Carolina now. No. Blackshear is in Carolina. Oh, yeah, they've been snatched him off the roster, off the practice squad. He's been in, he's been in Carolina for like three weeks now. So uh, you got Duke Johnson, and I don't think he's he's going to get activated because they wouldn't have made the trade for Naeem Hines, another yeah, guy that's like, like the same type of player. You know, we yeah. don't have a guy that's six foot 220. You know, we need a like a, a, a violent physical – we need a big back. And the Bills don't have that. So that's letting me know that this thing this year, with this MVP run in this Super Bowl, it's going through Josh Allen. You know, this is Josh Allen last year for, I guess, doing that. Next year, they're going to probably get a bigger back that has shouldered the load a little bit more. That's what I'm thinking. But it's clearly, clearly it's going through Josh Allen this year. So this year, leading up to now, who had they used as their big back? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> so and while and we are speculating, running back is really not a position they, they, they – I don't see what they looking that they saying they improving or anything. They got what they want at that position. They, they actually lightening the load by getting rid of Cook because they didn't really – you know, they weren't in love with him. And uh, isn't this – Running back that we picked up from Indy, he has special teams expertise, right? Yes, he does. So what does a team that has everything um, and they still want to improve? They improve in an area where they have a luxury to improve, where other teams do not have that luxury to improve. That's a good point. You know, so it's it's a little chess right there that they just played, you know, by bringing him in because, you know, who was doing the punt returning role before? Shakur. Killer Shakur, the rookie. So now that gives him a breather, a break, an alternative, and another guy. Actually give you more depth, you know, at at a skill, another skill position. And listen, None of us think about special teams while we sit up here and talk each day all the time. We talk, we talk mostly offense and defense. And and with this transaction, we just strictly talk in the offense in the run game. The Bills don't run the run the damn ball. I mean, Josh run the damn ball, but the Bills definitely don't run the ball. We sit here and talk about how how they successful without being a committed run run team. So uh, you know, it's it's whatever you want to make of it. I'm going to make it this as a good trade and a good thing. 
for the Bills because I believe that it improved their team as a whole. Uh, offensively, the, the, whoever they would have brought over on offense is the backup run, running back behind since It didn't matter. It don't matter. It, whether it's Chubb or whoever, it, it don't matter. We got Josh Allen. So, you know, I mean, we don't have to spend a whole lot of money to go get a running back when we got got 27 times was how many times they ran the ball uh, yesterday. That is the most they done ran. Like, I'm talking handoff run play, not Josh Allen run plays. They ran the ball 27 times. That's unheard of, Buffalo Bills. Why? <laughs> You know what I mean? Usually Josh run on his own without the play even being called 10 times, you know? So this time they actually got 27 called run attempts in there. And this is a, I, I think they made a smart conservative move by getting some special teams help help. And, you know, some later draft picks. So uh, good job, Brandon. Y'all keep doing it. You know, they not, they not phased about saying, hey, we got to go make a big name splash or we need some more help here. Or that we got what we what we need. We, we, we could use a little paint for uh, a little dent in the fender, but other than that, we good. They rolling. The bills are good. Yeah, I will say I I do agree with you uh, for the most part, Root. Um, you know, they, they that is a luxury. You know what I mean? Uh, to be able to get a special teams player, someone could potentially help out in the area uh, that we don't have a definitive answer to. But at the same time, I kind of feel like I feel Mookie when when he says, you know, you lose your big body bruiser. Where I don't want Josh Allen to be our big body. Yeah, like, we don't, I, I know I'm he can be. Yeah. yeah, but I, I don't want him to be though. Like right. you know, I, I don't want him to be another Cam Newton. You know, Cam had an extraordinary talent, and his body kind of deteriorated yeah. because of all the hits he, hits he took. And I don't, I don't want that for Josh. Uh, so you know, I want him to be the 17, 25 year, however many years Brady's going to play. I want him to be that type of quarterback, so you know, we'll see what happens there. But let's get into the rest of the trades that happened today, or, well, the other trade, I should say. Dean Marlowe's back. <laughs> Dean Marlowe. Uh, he was always a favorite of the Buffalo Bills. They always tried to keep him around. He went uh, He went away, and they went ahead and got him back. Mookie, what, what does that mean for Leslie Frazier and his defense, who absolutely love him? Well, it's just, you know – the familiarity piece, you know, he, he knows the system. You bringing in somebody mid-season, you can't bring in a guy that doesn't know your scheme or anything like that. You got to get him caught up to par, especially if it's only for, you know, really, you know, it's all about the Super Bowl run that the Bills are on. And you know, it's not a long-term thing with Dean Marlowe, but he knows the system. He's been there for three years. Uh, he knows the ins and outs of Leslie Frazier's scheme. Um you know, he, he's a good guy in the community. Also another special teams guy as well. So he gives you that familiarity and that continuity going forward. So I think that it was a it was a good move from the Bills to go do that, especially if you're if you're looking to fill a hole because uh, um, not not sure what 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 Jordan Poyer's injury is going to be like. Um, I don't know if he's going to play this week or whatever the case. We're going to find out more on that tomorrow when we uh, meet with the guys. But. Um, for them to be, you know, 
going to get a safety. That's letting you know that, you know, even with Poirier being out there, he's still dealing with these injuries. So um, you want to have a guy out there that knows your system, that's been there before. And Marlo gives you that. Um, and not to say that, you know, Demar Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson have, hasn't played well. It's just that, you know, this guy, he's been in every situation for the Buffalo Bills. He's familiar with their scheme. And is another guy that could help that back end when it comes down to relaying the calls correctly uh, to the front end. So more of a familiarity piece, if anything, for the Buffalo Bills on this move. It's not as sexy as everybody would want it to be, but it's it's sexy enough for the Bills because, again, that familiarity within the scheme to help that back end, um, you know, due to the injuries to your safeties. Ruben, have you ever had a situation where, like, one of your teammates got traded away and then they kind of came back a little bit later in their career and how, how much of a difference maker it was for the team? No, most, most everybody, when they were gone, they were gone. And yeah, man, what the bills is doing right now, just as they ain't never been done before guys is leaving and coming back. Man, that ain't happened when guys left, well, here, they stay. Gone. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you right now in this, in the modern football day it, it is right now it's more likely for that a player can go and come back it's possible um in the past no in the past it was too personal or they were trying to keep you where you were you know one or the other once they let you go that means they meant to let you go it was time to go and go somewhere else so to have a, a rerun in in this is a modern day thing. This is totally new to me. And I it's gotta be refreshing for a guy to go away and you know be welcomed back into the organization. And it's more to say exactly the way Mookie said, those guys, he's coming back because he's got a rapport with the, the group well the coach and he the coach knows that he knows what's expected of him and in the position and all of that is big and and also communicating with the new young guys that are out there you know it'd be different if it was an old guy that was maybe successful in his career but he comes over here and he doesn't know anything about the buffalo bills makeup but this guy actually does know about the Bills' makeup. He's older, he's mature, and he'd definitely be easy for the rookies when he's out there to just talk with them because, you know, he know more than the rookies. And the rookies playing damn good. So rookies don't need much help. If he could come in and give us what we're expecting that he can give for us, that, that experience and that knowledge, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to question anything that the Bills do, Brandon Bean them decide to do, man, because, you know, their batting average is like 900 right, right now. You know, some unheard of. Like, they batting that, that joker. If it ain't going out of the park, they hitting it up against the wall. You know, so... I, I'm down the ride with them. It looks good. It sounds good. It smells good right now. When we get the win, I'll know whether it tastes good. Yeah, I I feel like, you know, it, it, aside from some one-offs here and there, like Deshaun Jackson going back to the Eagles, et cetera, I, I don't – I feel like the Patriots is the only team I recall seeing this happen frequently to 
where a player leaves, maybe they don't use them the right way, or I don't know, the yeah. environment is just not right. So you go back to the Patriots and then they start balling again. Yeah. Uh, so to see it, you know, with us from guys like Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, yeah. and Dean Marlowe now, like it's pretty interesting. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's we'll a modern that. day thing. It's yeah. definitely new in the past. It would not, would not happen. Would not happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know it got to make you feel good, too, when you leave a team and then they trade back for you. Yeah, you know, right. So. You know, some of those – I think the closest thing that I've seen to that in my day was, you know, when they would cut the team and they would leave a guy either out on the practice squad, he'd get picked up somewhere, but then they bring him back. So that i seen a lot of, you know, a guy on the practice squad that went to camp with us get cut, bounce around mm-hmm. to a couple of teams, then we laughing because like, oh, here comes so-and-so back. They, you know, the Bills brought him back. And we knew we probably would bring him back, something like that. So I know it's refreshing for the player, one, for uh, coming back to a familiar place. That's a huge relief. We could probably see him have a um, some good play based on that. Oh, he's going to be amped up, man. You go from, I mean, don't get me wrong, Atlanta was, you know, competing, uh, you know, in their division. Yeah, Atlanta close, But yeah. to go back to a team that you know that's on destination for a Super Bowl, and I know he got to be real excited to, you know, be coming back to that team. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me ask a question. I, I forget his uh, origins. He was drafted by the Bills or a free agent? No, he wasn't drafted by the Bills. It's just that he, he he's, he's a Carolina him. product. He was with McDermott and those guys in Carolina. That's how I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. you know, he okay. came here. He was a solid quality depth piece yeah. for three years with special teams. He's a backup with, with Poirier. He was the first backup to Poirier. Yeah, High. yeah. I remember now. Years, I remember you know, now. Good size, 6'1", you know, 215 pounds. He's a smacker. So, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. So I know he's ecstatic to be, you know, leaving Atlanta to come back here to help Bills get on this Super Bowl run. So I know he's really excited about that. And he's a community guy, too. So, you know, Bills that. Mafia is, uh, will, be, will, will, will be happy to know that that guy is back. Yeah. Bills Mafia, did he, do we need some? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little bit of a debate or more of a conversation brewing in the comments. So I want to ask you guys about it. There seems to be some uh, some people who think that we should be seeing more of Khalil Shakir than Isaiah McKenzie in Atlanta right now. What do you guys think about it? I'm going to start with you, Mookie. Well, you know, I guess, wow. I'm going to trust the coaches, honestly. You know, uh, they know what they're building and – I think at the beginning of the season, I don't think I had as much confidence in McKenzie. That's me. You know, I'm not I'm not as versed on him and his skill and everything. I, I wasn't like looking at him as he is right now for us. You see what I'm saying? I thought he was gonna be good, but I didn't know whether he was gonna come along and be consistent for us, you know. Um, he had shown flashes, you know, but I'm like, hey, is he going to be now this season? He's he's being that guy. So substituting him, having someone else come in and compete for his in his rotation, that part I would question. 
I mean, because I'm totally a believer of letting the hot hand roll, you know, and and he's been building and he had he's proven himself. I think he's I, I, I don't know to the coaching staff, but to me, he's definitely proven himself to me because coming into the season, I'm like, if this guy catches on fire, wow, we got something really good to add on. I've seen some things from him, but is he going to, you know, make that step? And it looks like he's making that step, and and I'm happy with that. Now, to bring someone else in, to add, hey, the more I know the saying is, the more the merrier sometimes, but also too many cooks can spoil the stew, you know, and that competition because they ain't a little infighting. <laughs> Receivers want that rock. And if if you sub me, all right, that's one less catch I can have. You know, it sounds innocent, but those things can inflame into a big issue. You know, just simply one rep can turn a guy into like, oh, wait a minute. Are you giving my wrap up, rep up now? You know, uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I hope none of that's happening. I trust the coaching staff because they, they're killing it. They're doing the, doing the right thing. I do worry a little bit when a young guy that was in McKenzie, I'm, I'm talking about me, guys. Y'all might know more about him. Be like, oh, he was cold. He was good. He was good. To me, I was still kind of like, is this kid going to come along? He could be good. He might be good. Uh, he's worth looking at as a chance. And I also said at the beginning, I said, if he comes along, oh, man, the bills are rocking and rolling. Well, he's coming along. So now that he's coming along, I'm nervous. This is me. I'm nervous. Anything that mess with his progress could throw him off. I don't want him thrown off because he's killing it. You know, so y'all tell me how y'all see it, but that's how I, I, I see it. I would say that he was more so just kind of like extremely inconsistent for me, the way I saw it. Uh, uh, he, had a, he had very, very high highs. He also had some very, very, very low lows. Yeah. Um, but what's your thoughts on it, Mookie? You think uh, Khalil Shakir should get more reps? I don't know. I don't want to say more than McKenzie, but you think he should be getting more reps? Um, No. Because... You look at it, McKenzie got hurt, and I think that kind of like that kind of like stunted his growth. You know, and the Bills was getting him acclimated into the offense. You know, filling in that Cole Beasley role, and they did have Jamison Crowder, and he ended up getting hurt. So that's where I feel Khalil Shakur fits in the more. Uh, he gets the the Jamison Crowder reps. He doesn't get the Isaiah McKenzie reps. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you know that's letting you know that Isaiah McKenzie is a clear cut number three as he was to start the season. That hasn't changed now. What could change that is next month when OBJ get here, and that's going to change that. So, <laughs> and we talking about Khalil Shakur and McKenzie. That, Thirty that days from now, the whole team up. Thirty days from now, it's going to be OBJ's reps. I hear number three. Yeah. Amen. But yeah, I don't have a problem with it. But you know, it's, it's, it's Isaiah McKenzie. You know, the Bills like that veteran. He knows the playbook. He knows the system. Josh is comfortable with him. Uh, he knows the, the spots. You know how Josh throw the ball. So you got that continuity piece. And again, you know that continuity outweighs a lot of things. 
you know, when coming to being out there, you know, you got to trust that guy to be in that certain spot that he needs to be in in order for the play to work. Even if I'm a decoy, I got to make sure I get the proper depth on this route to take the linebacker away, uh, you know, for to help my other guy, to help my teammates. So all those little things that you don't look for in the game, Isaiah McKenzie does. And, you know, right now he's the clear cut number three until 30 days from now. OBJ <laughs> get here. Then we can ask that question again. Yeah, I want y'all to know, Mookie has been extremely consistent in saying yeah, OBJ is yeah, going to come here. Extremely confident as well. So this got me like, I, I, he must know something. Like, Look, you, see how, you see how, Justice, you see how smooth Mookie doing. He just matter of fact. He yep. ain't no <laughs> dancing around. He matter of fact, yeah, when he get here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just taking Von Miller's word for it. Just That's saying. what's up, Mookie. I'm just taking his word for it. And I, I believe, I believe what he's saying. I hear you. <laughs> All right, so uh, you, you, you talked earlier about Dean Marlowe and how he is a veteran presence that's going to be able to help out the uh, younger, you know, rookie or I mean, second or you know, year defensive backs that are balling but inexperienced nonetheless. Uh, another one, uh, Tre'Davious White was let off the PUP list today i i mean already what well, i don't i don't know what the numbers look like after this last week but i mean they only let the team score 17 points so it's got to be still pretty good um number one two defense in the nfl gets back his best player what does that mean oh man that's player <laughs> i mean i'm number one i'm i'm nervous about your davis because you know how your davis got that energy you know what I mean? And I've been in a situation where I've been out for a while and then that first game back, oh, man, you flying high. You jumping all over the place, man. You tire yourself out in the first 10 minutes of the game uh, and you have a whole game because you're so excited to be back out there and participate and go again. So uh, I – I have my fingers crossed that the Bills, number one, and I'm sure, Mook, you've talked to him. They're going to have him on a, a rollout situation. It's not going to be just put him back on the field and full-on uh, go because they have time to have build him into uh, playing shape. I mean, because there's eight games before he hits the field that everyone else has ahead of him. And – not unless he's way different than Superman or something. I know every player in the NFL, their first game of the season, they get gassed, you know, and that's what I worry about. But getting gassed isn't a bad thing. It's really you have to do it because all your training and everything that you do just isn't going to get you in playing game, 60-minute, four-quarter possible overtime shape. You can run all the track and all the thing until you actually play a four-quarter physical game. Then you in shape. You in shape probably your end of your second going into your third game. That is when you are physically in shape, ready for the season. So um, for True Davis coming back, the, uh, I know that the Bills are going to be smart about his play count. So, one, he can get acclimated to being back on the field. Things definitely, no matter how great he is, 
things are faster game speed and line than it is practice or anything. So, um, I mean, this is this is ideal. One of the, the best players that the Bills have to offer returns on really on their run. I mean, because it was seven games in the bag, right, guys? Mm-hmm. And eight left to go? Ten, you, really. Mm-hmm. Well, ten, yeah. It's At one point, back in the old day, this would be the halfway point. Halfway point, point right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So tech, if we look at it in that sense, they get their uh, – Best player back at the halfway mark. He could work himself into the to the game plan and come playoff time. Boy, we should be jumping out our socks. Yeah. I'm excited to see him back, man. I, I I really like him. Yeah, I'm excited to see him back too, but I'm not sure we're going to see him play Sunday. Now, he got activated. It's smart to not play him. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why we shouldn't play exactly. Yeah, it's smart not to play. And then you got to look at it too. You know, the Meadowlands they got that nasty turf. You know, so you know, we thinking about that. I want to have my guy make his debut on that on that turf. And you know, I think this is a game. If you do play, it'll be very, 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 very limited. You know, just to get him acclimated because now you got to look at it. They can't make him a healthy scratch because now you're messing with the man's money, right? So I know they're not about to have Tredavious as a healthy scratch. Now, he'll be out there in uniform, and he'll probably play in a limited role. Um, if anything, just, to, you know, get, they got to bring him back gradually. They can't just bring him right back out there like he never left because now you put him out there and he could be susceptible to other injuries like a hamstring, or, you know, soft tissue injuries and stuff like that. So you're going to make sure that he's back in tip-top condition when running around. Um, you know, um, changing, you know, from north to west, laterally, you know, opening and turning the hips and stuff like that. See how fluid is he is first. But I think that you got Xavier Rhodes, too. They, they just designated this uh, back on the practice squad, too. So you got Xavier Rhodes relatively healthy. You got um, Jadavius White. What it is going to do on the back end? Because Dane Jackson didn't get traded uh, today. So... Still got Dane, you got Christian, you got Kyrie. So not only if the Bills got one of the top defensive lines in the league, right now on the back end, that secondary is looking damn good too. And that's, you know, without Jordan Poyer and and, and Micah Hyde, you know, being available. So when you get Tredavious back, you get another vocal guy who knows the system in and out blindfolded. That's going to help those younger guys, uh, you know. So, yeah, it's good to finally, you know, see that you know the the progress is working out to the point where you know he can play so now it's just like do you risk him bringing him back too early you need him for the playoffs so i think the bills are going to monitor that situation on a week to week leading up until i say at least the rest of this month then next month then you'll see Trey davis more full throttle at the position all right so is there anything you can tell us about jordan Poyer's injury and um is there more to Dean Marlowe being traded back here than just the Bills missed his services? Like, could that actually because there's something serious going on with Jordan? Well, I mean, if Poyer goes down, you got to bring somebody up. And the Bills don't have a guy to, you know, to, to do that. Like, who's the backup safety? 
with who backs up Demar Johnson and Jaquan Johnson? Yeah, Demar. Yeah, they don't have a guy. Uh, you know, Josh Thomas was that guy for a few years off the practice squad, but you know he got picked up by. Uh, I think the uh, I think the Raiders picked Josh Thompson, uh, Josh Thomas up from out of App State. So they don't have a backup. If the Bills were to lose one of those two guys to injury, you know, you might have to move Christian Benford to safety or Saran Neal, you know, at that spot. So um, to get a guy who knows, you know, the system, the familiarity is an assurance policy to just that. All right. Um, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I hope I hope not, man. I, I hope it's not anything bad, like too bad. You know, Jordan Poyer obviously is a huge part of our defense. And yeah, he, I'm right. No, he didn't text me back. I asked him, you know, how was the arm doing? Yeah, something smell, Mookie. Huh? I'm gonna tell y'all right now, something smell. Hey, yeah, I, 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 I tell you what, if I'm a coach, I'm not expecting Poyer to play this week. I know that, but something smell. Something yeah, some smell. Uh, they need to sign that guy. That guy's sitting up here driving 16 hours there, 16 hours back. Uh, man, playing on one arm, a broken lung, broken, uh, yeah. ribs. You know what I mean? This guy is this. really giving this team its all. Yes. They got to find a way to make that right. You know, the they got to find a way to make that right. They got to keep Corey here. I mean, the guy is expressing more than enough uh, of a leadership role on, you know, doing things the right way. He ain't making a fuss over the contract, um, you know, but he definitely want to stay in Buffalo. I can tell you that for sure. He don't want to leave Buffalo. I tell um, you what we need to focus on because I smell something. <laughs> need to focus on Poya getting healthy, coming back on the field, and winning the Super Bowl. Right. All right. We win the Super Bowl. Whatever happens after that, it's going to not matter one bit whether poor you're here, gone, different. Don't matter because he forever will be, you know, Super Bowl champion winning Buffalo Bill. You know what I mean? Somebody else can pay him if they want. But I'm sure it'd be much more satisfying for him whether he's here or he's there, whatever. Rude, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you think, let's say Josh Allen and Jordan Poyer win a Super Bowl, now he is Super Bowl champion winning Buffalo Bill, right? Yeah. Do you think Josh Allen can become two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback if Jordan Poyer is not back the, that next year? Uh, I think the Bills think they can without Poyer. I think they think they can. I really do. Um, and I hate for him to try to find that out without him. You know, because I know there's been a lot of teams in history that be like, oh, we replaced this guy. I know he's a big instrumental part, but we'll replace him. We'll find another young guy. And plus, we got the big arm over there. And every team is different. Every little piece counts. Look at the look at the instrumental insertion of Von Miller. And you potentially lose Poyer. I smell something, guys. Let's just win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they win the Super Bowl, like you said, Rube. Then yeah. I guess all bets are off, and then the Bills would be talking about, New I don't know, want to say guy, a rebuild, but a restructuring to the point where they say, okay, hey, we appreciate you. Go get your back. 
And, you know, that's just something that the Bills are going to have to – they're going to have to face it regardless with somebody on this roster, whether it's Devin Singletary, Tremaine Edmonds, Roger Sappho, uh, Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips. All these guys' contracts are gone. Jaquan Johnson, right? So there's going to be a lot of guys that's going to that's going to fit that mode. Okay, well, thank you for the Super Bowl. We'll send you your ring, you know, to the city that you're playing in. But let me say this though, Rule. When you leave the door open, you leave the door open for teams in your division to throw that money at you and Intel. Yeah. So well, team like Miami, for instance, you put Jordan Poirier in Miami with Javon Holland. Oh, yeah, you now you're gonna have some trouble. You're gonna have some trouble. Just win this year. And, and a guy who knows that's everything, let's have that who knows your entire year. defense. The defense was built for him. You're gonna let that go yeah. to the enemy, to the ops. Because you won a Super Bowl. I'm nervous. I told you I smell something. I'm just saying. It ain't got to be Miami something. or anything like that. But we know Miami got a bag to play with I next smell, year. I and they playing. So. Hey, uh, Justice, all of this, we if you knew that you were going to uh, win the Super Bowl this year, guaranteed, would you even be worrying about what happens next year? See, I hear what you're saying. And and people tell me that all the time, and I get the mindset behind that. But Brett and Bean and worked too hard to build a perennial Super Bowl contender well, that's to true. just that's give true. it all up for one year. You know what I mean? Well, that being said, with we, we could continue on just this sentence. With that being said, then for him to be a perennial, he's going to have to make the tough choice. Some people going to go. Some people are gonna go. Just, just how it is. Hey, Bruce Smith was let go. <laughs> I mean, you break it down on That's the high altitude. Oh, yeah. I don't care how hard any player on this team ever get. It could be Josh Allen. They let Bruce Smith go. All right. So all, all of us gonna go one day. Everybody's gonna go. Hopefully, you can retire. A bill, you know, and walk away gracefully like Ken Hall, you know. But most, most are gonna get the axe <laughs> or the letter, or the guy gonna knock on your door. <laughs> hey, bring that playbook with you. <laughs> oh, damn! You already know what that means. I, you know, I did. They told me. They told me it's like we want you to come in so we can find. I said, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I said, fuck y'all. Hey, well, we need the playbooks. I throw them outside my door. I said, come pick them up. I said, come pick them up. They, were, they in my driveway. You can get them. They ain't coming. They coming in for you to fire me. I'm going to raise. If, if you don't fire me before I show up in the building, I'm going to act a fool. You know, don't make me come to work and then fire my ass. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a real black man. I'm, I'm gonna be off, off. Don't be, don't be calling me. Don't get my day in and then fire me while I'm did the work days work. No, motherfucker, call me so I can stay at home. I can get fired up at home. Fuck that. So I see that's ratchet rube y'all witnessing right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just letting you know on the player side. You know, it ain't no love over there. They gonna let your ass go. <laughs> 
Uh, somebody said you something in the you comments. It's, it's pretty funny. That's he like said, a nerve right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna let us off though. <laughs> so, <laughs> my boy spin in the comments. He said Josh Allen ain't ever going, which kind of got me thinking, right? Yeah. Brett Favre got let go, right? Traded, whatever. Joe Montana got let go, trade, whatever. Peyton Manning got let go, trade, or whatever. So, oh, 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 he's, oh. he's great. I want to put this one in, uh, Justice. I'm sorry to butt in. Tom Brady, all intensive purposes, was let go. All right? Okay. We all, all right, so, get let go. So, the reason I brought those up is because behind Montana was Steve Young, right? Uh, behind um, uh, Peyton Manning was Andrew Luck. Behind Brett Favre was Aaron Rodgers, right? So now I, I want to ask you guys a question. Would you guys rather see Josh Allen retire Buffalo Bill, or would you rather see the Bills have to move forward from him because he's kind of old and a little washed, and an up and coming guy could come over and be the next quarter, the quarterback for the next two decades. Uh, myself, I would love to see him get to a, a level where he says, "I'm about to retire," and the Bills, fortunately, have a young quarterback, sort of like a Favre, uh, uh, Rogers situation. You know, not as volatile I I would like it to be. I like I like the transition to be like Josh is old and tired and ready to move on to something else. You know, won three Super Bowls or four Super Bowls, and if we want to keep it going. We just draft another young kid, and and Josh can go around waving his hand, and say thank you, and go, and then we keep it moving. But you know, will that happen? And we don't know. Let's get the first Super Bowl first. <laughs> right. Let's worry about the first one first. Yeah, then, you know, we'll worry about that question down the line. But yeah, it has yeah. the potential to do it. I mean, he can he can make us even, Steven. You know, the, we know the Bills, they lost four straight. And the Bills right now, they could easily win four straight. So let's just concentrate on the first one. And we know that this one is definitely going through the arm of Josh Allen and the legs of Josh Allen. This is his MVP year. So I get it. They're going to, you know, run the table with Josh Allen. Go ahead and rack off this MVP. Uh, go ahead and lead us to the Super Bowl. And then, you know, next year, we're going to probably protect you with a, a bigger back like Dijon, uh Robinson there from out of Texas. Mm. So I'm just saying. Okay, we got a little prediction. All right, cool. I like it. All right, so that is going to lead us to our kneel down. Uh, we're going to start off with the one and only Mookie Hawkins himself. A moment, Coach Mookie. What is on your mind today, Coach? Hmm, what is on my mind? What the hell is going on with this run game? It's killing me. The first drive, Devin Singletary gets the bulk of his 67 yards on one drive in the first half. Then, you know, you don't give him the ball anymore. Like, what are we doing inside the red zone? Like, why are we not getting in a 12 personnel or 13 personnel? Playing power football inside the red zone, we are in a damn shotgun on a one-yard line. I, I don't have no understanding to what are we calling at times. And, you know, we're this elite Super Bowl contending team. Sometimes I feel that the Bills be in their own way, and, you know, they just do goofy shit, and 
it looks bad. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, they, they do things that don't strike as a Super Bowl caliber team and it leads you to scratch your head. Like, what in the hell are they doing? But they so damn explosive and so damn good, they can afford to do that. You know, but you can't keep doing that stuff. You got to – the Bills need to show that they're a little bit more um, – that they can execute a little bit more better than what they are. Um, you know, and – mid-season whatever the case the bills need to show me that you know going into this next stretch of games because when you look at it the bills are on the top of the afc conference but they are dead last in the afc east so they have to get this they better get their shit together because you know you you play the justice week and you ain't got to win in the division so you got to come in there focus and hungry to want to get in the win column in your division if you ain't winning games in your division you can kiss home field advantage goodbye too. So I don't care what what's going on in the driver's seat that way, but they in the basement, you know, when it comes to the AFC East division right now. And I'm gonna have a, a good time on letting them know that tomorrow when I speak with Josh and stuff. All right, we'll see if that fires them up a little bit. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, next up we have the legendary Ruben Brown, Hall of Famer himself, Ruben's rundown. What's on your mind today, Rube? Well, speaking of getting fired up, um, I got a little something for the Bills Mafia fans out there to get fired up, help them with their fired up situation. So I got these things right here. See this right here? That's Mafia. And on the inside of it, for all those Mafia guys that love their collectibles, you know, inside here. Hold on, let me see. Inside, they got little canister to hold you, your goods in, and things like that. Got a little grinder in there. Grind your herbals. You know what I mean? Your cheese. Yeah, your herbals. No, no, they're real herbals. We can talk about it now. We ain't underground no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the real life stuff. It's very important because. I love getting fired up, and I'm fired up for this season. I'm fired up for this season, number one, because the Bills are sneaky, deceptive. They are playing chess right now. This team came out and put their foot on everybody's neck with their play calling being aggressive, 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 aggressive. Then here we go. We play Green Bay. They come out and start running in some different formations and stuff like that i said oh so they're getting on film now something that the opponents are gonna have to defend against that they necessarily don't even need to use in order to win think about that they we've been i've been claiming complaining about their run game all year long like Commit someone to the run. Don't have Josh run the ball. Josh has run the ball 53 attempts uh, during the year. Usually that's what a running back gets. The run, the next guy running the ball, 71 attempts with, by a real running back, which in intents and purposes, at this point in time this season, that running back should have had way over 100 <laughs> touches. But, you know, all of that goes over to Josh. Now, and we, and the reason why we and I 
discuss having an effective run game by a running back or someone other than John Shadley, just because I'm a little nervous about him possibly hurting a thumb, you know, twisting an ankle or something that would then limit him in our aggressive passing game, you know. So I was encouraged by the runs, but also I was discouraged once they were doing well with the run, and then they switched it up to something else and didn't stick with the run as I would love them to do so. So um, I'm, I have a, a, a bunch of mixed emotions after this past, <laughs> past game. I saw the run. I was like, oh, man, that's like I saw uh, um, an albino uh, elephant. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, wow, I saw it. But then it disappeared. You know what I mean? And so that's where I am right now with the Bills. I'm I'm excited. I'm a little bit ex- uh, confused about this whole running scenario and the running game. So I'm just waiting for them to really fire it up and commit, uh, uh, have some commitment more with the running game. And they'll need that as the season goes on and later in the year when it gets cold and wet and we're going to have snow on the ground and, you know, it's going to be icy and all of that. And we're going to need a guy just to turn around, hand the ball off to get us a couple yards and, you know, secure the victory, keep the make the give the defense a rest, you know, type thing. I mean, because our offense, as is today, they don't really give the defense any rest because they score. You know, they do have a few long drives here, but usually they pop that ball down there, they score and defense back out there. So, um, these are reasons why I'm looking for more of a running game. But also, I was excited about what I did see that uh, came out of the run game this week. So, like I said, everybody just keeps tuning in to us. And you you could own one of these right here. <laughs> Bill's Mafia. Holla at your boy. Holla. <laughs> we get fired up. Get lit. <laughs> All right, and uh, lastly, we got a general rule with your truly justice, General Bradford. Uh, so for me, I'm gonna kind of piggyback off a of rule, rule said a little bit. I, I think it's uh, Brandon Bean, Bills, you know, excuse me, uh, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, all the guys. I think it's them playing a little bit of chess, right? You you pick a you pick a game late late. October coming off of bye week, you know, the energy may be a little low, you may be a little rusty, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, what do you do? You prove to the world that you have a run game that they said you liked. And of course, uh, Devin Singletary averages almost five yards a pop, but you know, for whatever reason, people think we don't have an effective run game. And I don't think it's anything to do with the effectiveness or the efficiency of it, I think it's more to do with the lack of the lack of attempts, you know. Um, and then so. I think that they wanted to prove a point. Come on and say, we can run the ball. We, you know, will run the ball if we have to. And like you said, Rube, I, I like the fact that they got it out the way at home, prime time to show the world, you know, on a clear night, you know, where there is no 50 mile power winds, there's no snow, there's no slush. You know, I, I think that it was smart to establish it now so that you can use it when you need it going forward. Uh, and also so you can have the confidence to know that you can do it because, you know, you thinking you got the confidence to do it, and now it's snowing, and you getting busted yeah. in the head. Now what? You know, so um, I like what they're doing. I, I, I like it. I'm not 
too worried about the Packers win. To me, honestly, the Packers win was encouraging because they played like crap. Yeah. And they still – it was not even close. Like, you could say, okay, 10 points, whatever, whatever. But if you watch the game, it was not close. I was there. I was never worried. It was like, oh, okay, they scored again. Okay, they closed them. I was never worried. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I like what they're doing. They played a really bad game and still won the game handily versus one of, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. So, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I was really encouraged by it. But – is there anything, either of you guys have anything else before we get up out of here? Oh, no. One love. Let's keep it fired up, fellas. I'm excited. Let's go, Jets. We'll talk some more. All right. All right. Now, next week, we may have, or this week, later on this week, may have your boy Richie Incognito on deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. We'll talk a little something. We'll talk a little something. You know, Jets. And then I'm quite sure, you know, you know, Ruben got something planned for this weekend. You know, we'll talk about that as well. But for, sure. for the most part, you know, just got to continue on to seeing what's going on with Poirier. You know, how Tredavious White is looking in practice tomorrow. Uh, you know, what Naeem Hines. I'm quite sure we're going to be interviewing him. We're going to be probably interviewing Brandon Bean tomorrow about, uh, you know, these trades is happening. So, uh, you know, got a lot of things to talk about. Just make sure you uh, – Stay locked in and believe in bills. Stay locked in in the fan base. Stay locked in the power 96.5. Stay locked in, Buffalo. Only thing I got to ask you now, do you believe? Go Bills. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for Every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.